Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Angel Speakers Blog Talk Radio. Your host is Terry Miller, who is an author, psychic, medium, energy healer, and happiness coach who resides in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. On Terry's website, angelspeakers.com, you can read all about time, as well as her other services offered, and even book a session from there. The information discussed on Angel Speakers is intended for general information and entertainment purposes only. It is not designed to provide listeners with specific personal, medical, financial, legal, counseling, professional service, or any advice. The programs are not meant to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Individuals with health problems should always consult their health care provider for professional medical advice, medications, or treatments. The views expressed by show hosts or their guests are their own and shall not be construed in any way as advice from angel speakers. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to angel speakers or the show hosts whose words and or opinions appear from or on this broadcast. To connect by phone, dial 929-477-1899. If you have called in and want to participate by being on the air with our host, press the 1 on your phone. We encourage participation from the chat room as well. Now, here's your host and founder of Angel Speakers, Terry Miller. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to the show tonight. It's so good to be on the air with you. I want to share with you that uh, next Friday night on the 21st, I will have Nicole Gonsinger here with us, and Nicole channels the Ascended Masters, and she's always a bright light when she comes onto the show, so I hope you will tune in to her. That's at 6.30 Eastern Time on the 21st, and then the following week on the 28th, I will have Stacy Lynn with me. Stacy is an amazing psychic and very much in touch with uh, bringing the messages as she hears them. So I hope you tune in to her as well. Tonight we have a wonderful show. This man is so awesome. As I read more and more about him, I just can't wait to bring him on the air for all of my listeners to interact and to get to know Tim Ray. Tim is the founder of United Intentions Foundation, which he built to assist others in learning how to transform worrisome thoughts into positive intentions. I love that. He has created tools, programs, and resources to help people attract what they truly desire by understanding that our thoughts create our reality. Tim says, my definition of living life intentionally is living in the present moment with your thoughts. Once you are conscious of what your thoughts are, you are able to be conscious of what you are creating. Tim has degrees in business management and psychology. He began his career as an entrepreneur in the senior care industry and eventually opened his own business as an education advocate He created unique and impactful classes and certified programs for the Georgia Healthcare Association and at Kennesaw State University. 
We welcome you, Tim, to Angel Speakers. Thank you for being with us tonight. Well, thank you so much, Terry. I really enjoy everything that you're doing, and uh, probably more so enjoyed seeing you on the site and playing with you and uh, sharing our uh, our good vibrations. Thank you for inviting me on. I really enjoy it. I'm looking forward to tonight. Oh, absolutely. I am so looking forward to it. And, Tim, you have this wonderful website that's United Intentions. I love it. I love it. I just found it, and I've been on there, and there's some amazing groups and some amazing things that you can do with setting your intentions. You know, I've been doing this myself for a while now. It's like every morning when I get up, I set my intention. What am I going to do today? And how how can this day get better? That's the question I always ask. How can this day get better? You know, I open my (laughs) eyes. That's a miracle. Now let's see how it can get even better than that. (laughs) So thank you. Thank you for that wonderful website that you have. Oh, Thank you. We uh, we just kind of basically revised it and launched a new version of it just this uh, this year. So it's kind of new. We're getting um, the, the word out. So I appreciate you sharing that too, UnitedIntentions.org. And but it's exactly what it's for. It's for people, you know, like, like you know, I, I was listening to your story and, and you know some of the uh, trials and tribulations you had to go through and. Um, and how getting into the right mindset was everything for you. And, and the same thing here. We all have our ups and downs, you know. And we, I, I always say we have over 70,000 thoughts uh, per day on the average. And the majority of those thoughts, as Dr. Dispenza says, it's, they're either negative or repetitive, ne- repetitively negative. So you know, we're, we're kind of going up against the, uh, against the wall here many times because we're fighting against this, this belief system that is somewhat um, pessimistic in that sense. So the more people you could be around and the more energy you could be around where you could start thinking more positively and be in a higher vibrational state or let's say a different frequency, uh, uh, the better off. And, you know, and we created a community where you can actually do that. And as you know, as, as you know, with angels and with prayer and everything else, um, that when two or more people come together in similar prayer, it's much more powerful. But we, we say when two more people come together in similar intention, it, it's just as powerful. It's, it's, it's that level of, uh, of that science aspect of more energy together condensed in that, in that one area, the more powerful it's going to be. It's just inevitable in that sense. So uh, it's great, and I love to playing on it, and I love um, it, an environment where you have a chance to create your intentions virtually and you could share them with people who you want, or you could just keep them to yourself and, or you could help your friends, you know, on your page, you can see what, who your friends are and you see what their latest intentions are and you can help manifest their intentions with them. So it's just, it's a fun concept. It's a simple concept about the power of the intention. And uh, it goes hand in hand, everything that you're doing. And we all do it every day. As you know, Terry, you create intentions every day. We all do. And when you're slow things down and you're more conscious of it, as you are, uh, you, you, you can be aware of what you're creating. And this is just kind of a little playground for people to be able to come to where they could create intentions uh, on, online and then start sharing them and trying to, and tracking them and manifesting them. But, you know, you don't need to. You, we, we create intentions every second of our lives. Um, but you're just kind of making it, slowing it down so you could see each intention and see it being tracked and see it being a manifest. So it gives you that sense of empowerment that you can create your intentions and manifest them. If you slow it down, you look at them one intention at a time and then bam, you're, you don't need anything. You just start doing it every day, you living your life in an intentional life. Right. So it's just a, it's a great place yeah. to do. And it's great fun. And you meet great people such as yourself. Absolutely. It's, it is wonderful. 
and you know it, it is interesting uh, that when we get more conscious about what our intentions are, then we tend to pay more attention to other people in a different light. You know, we're not looking so much at, oh, you know, what's that person doing wrong. We tend to look for what that person is doing right. And, you know, we're setting the intention of raising the vibration of the world, which is what I set my intention every day. It's like, how can I raise the vibration? How can I help other people? then we're looking at those ways we can do that and not at the ways we can tear that person down. Well, I, I can tell you, you breathing is, is raising the intention alone. So uh, anything else added to that is icing on the cake for us. Thank you. Well, it's true. I mean, I, I think what you're doing is not many people, you know, speak to angels, at least acknowledge that. I mean, I think we all do uh, to some degree, whether you want to call them angels or energies or whatever 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 the word you want to use Mm -hmm. uh but it's the fact that you know you have these these and i hate to use the word higher frequency uh but they're just a different frequency um i think you know love Mm -hmm. frequency perhaps the best way dialing into a love frequency versus a fear frequency let's say that but the more people who do that who, who on a daily basis who practice dialing into a love frequency purposefully intentionally um, they're the ones who are raising our vibration. They're the ones for every time somebody goes down low into that, in, into that fear frequency for whatever justifiable or unjustifiable reasons, um, there there's, needs to be people such as yourself who are going up in the vibration or at least free, or dialing into that frequency love vibration to counter that and the interference um, uh, variable too. So, but, you know, to me, I, what I love about everything, and you were kind of referring – or I was alluding to it earlier, was it, science supports this. You know, it's not all woo-woo, you know, just angels mm-hmm. and uh, vibration and love. I mean, science, quantum physics is supporting this now, and we have that, and we have a lot of great people to thank for that, like Dr. Joe Dispenza, Dr. Bruce Lipton, and, and the list goes on, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, I just right. think it's wonderful that you, you find you find um, people such as yourself uh, with, with common beliefs as, as I and – it's just great how we all kind of running into it. And it's not a coincidence. I mean, there's no coincidences. The law of attraction brought us together for whatever reason. So here we are. Absolutely. I, I don't believe in coincidences or accidents. You know, if, if we're here right now, it was meant to be. And whoever is listening to these words, whether you're listening to them right now, you know, over the broadcast, right. or you're going to listen to the replay, you were meant to hear these words. And I've always said that. You know, at, ever since I've been doing radio, it's like whoever's going, whoever's meant to hear it will hear it. So I just leave that up to the universe, you know, and <laughs> to the frequency. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, this is exciting. But um, it is exciting. But yeah, I, I know. I mean, don't you feel like sometimes, Terry, when you, like sometimes when you're in that grateful mode, when you're feeling that gratitude. I mean, sometimes it brings tears to my eyes when I'm just, I look, think of my children. I think of my dogs. I think of just anything that's really near and dear to me and, you know, and, and things are going well. Um, I just like, God, I'm just so lucky. And then I look at all the other aspects of my life and I go, I really am lucky. And, uh, and it's not, but you know, it's not luck. I, I look back now. It's for me, the way I look back on it now is I've been in the flow of living intentional life for a certain period of time. Now, not that I don't fall out of the flow, but at times, but I just know that when, and I might not always do the right thing, and plenty of times I've done the wrong thing, but even when I've done the wrong things, my intentions weren't 
for the most part, malintended. You know, it was a good intention, just, uh, you know, I was, didn't make the smart decision on that sense. So, but I think being driven or being guided by my positive intentions or, you know, wanting the best for everyone, a zero sum type of situations, I think that's what led me to what I consider my own success and my own gratitude. And, and when I'm in that, I'm like, God, you know, this is, I love being alive. I love playing in this three-dimensional world and creating things. And I love the people I run into and, um, you know, and it's just, it, it, it's, it's contagious in many ways, uh, you know, and, and not that it's not that, you, you know, I have my down times and I attract people perhaps I don't want to attract or they attract me when I'm not in the right state of mind, but it's just overall, I just have that sense of gratitude. And I bet you feel that too as well. I bet you have a, a constant, constant sense of that, huh? I'm laughing because as I'm listening to you talk, it's like me talking. I know. I know know we haven't interacted at all, but when I'm listening to you, I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is my words. How did he get my words? (laughs) Oh, we are so aligned. We are so aligned. I love it. I know. You know, Tim, I haven't always lived a life of gratitude. And, you know, it's like, you know, so many times we get off path and we go down that rabbit hole and then we're like, how did I end up here? But since I really discovered gratitude, there haven't been any of those rabbit holes. (laughs) And I'm not saying my life is perfect. Trust me, by no means is my life perfect. And, you know, I have the trying days just like everybody else does. But ever since I discovered the power of gratitude, and there is a power in gratitude, when you wake up every day and the first thing you do is say, thank you, thank you for another day alive, oh, my God, it's like uh, just a total mindset. You can feel the energy when you do that of this is going to be a great day. You know, today is a great day to have a great day. And that's you setting the intention. You know, even if, mm-hmm. even if something went bad, say you had a nightmare or, you know, before you started your day or your dog jumped up and vomited and you had to clean it up when you first wake up and you're so tired, right? right? Uh, whatever the, whatever the, the situation is, but if you intend, to have, you intend to have that good day, it goes so far. And maybe not initially because you're not really believing it, but when you get to that knowing level where you do believe this is what's going to happen, that's when things start really flowing. And I tell people all the time, like, well, you can't pretend you're happy if you're not happy. I said, I, I, listen, right. I totally agree. And, 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 and there's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a time and place for sadness and depression, and there's an there's, there's a energy and a point of staying in that sadness and depression so you can learn whatever lessons you're, you're, you're learning. But, but there's, also, there's also a time for you to be able to look into your – Look into whatever's happening in your life, and decide. You know what? And it, it, I, I could choose to go this way and learn through uh, pain, or I could choose to go this way and learn through love. One way or another, I'm going to learn. I'm just going to. I just got to pick mm-hmm. which contrast I want to learn from, right? And but when right. when people say it to me, I go, I, I go. Listen, stop. Just stop and just fake it till you make it. If you really are that miserable and you, and you don't want to be invested in that misery anymore, instead of fake it till you make it. Pretend like you're an actor, and you got to pretend to be a certain way or certain a certain certain type of uh, happy character you got to play, right? And I love what you're doing to, as a happy coach. And I think that's I think that's just right on, by the way. And happy coaching and um, happy trails, happy coaching. That's a good little little line on the end there. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> so I, I think I think when people they fake it till they make it in the sense that 
they got to pretend to be someone else. But what they don't realize what's happening is there's a biochemical dance going on and uh, firing going on inside your body when you're pretending to be um, an, a different emotional state of being. And in this, in this case, a much happier emotional state of being. Even if you're invested and stuck in that depression and you don't want to, and you don't, you, you don't feel comfortable doing it, you don't feel it's sincere or it, it's genuine, just do it anyway. Pretend, go into that, mm-hmm. feel like you're an actor, go into that role and watch what happens. It's amazing. Like right now, I, I do a little exercise with people when they're feeling sad or when they're feeling neutral. And I say, okay, let's everybody, let's act like we're sad. And you make that, you know, that frowning face and you're looking sad, your eyes are droopy. And after a while, you stay in that physical state, uh, state you start emotionally feeling sad. And the same thing works when you're, when you're happy. So if you're sad, start laughing uncontrollably, out of, just out of nowhere. Laugh uncontrollably. And before you know it, in the middle of your laughter, in the middle of your laughter, you're actually laughing. You're laughing whether you have the laughing because you're yeah. laughing and you're pretending to laughing, whatever it is, but you're feeling laughter. You're feeling more joyful. You're feeling more happier. And, it, and, and, and you're releasing a whole other set of biochemicals in your brain and through your, through your neuro, neuropeptides throughout your body. And so that is why you're changing. It's not just because you're pretending, but you're actually shifting your biochemical makeup in your body when you pretend or you stay in a state of joy or whether you stay in a state of fear or depression, whatever it may be. So I, I challenge everybody to do that when they realize that, you know, oh, I don't have control over this. I can't control when I'm miserable. I can't control that I'm a pessimist. I can't control that my parents did this to me when I was younger. I, I, I say poppycock to that. You know, you, yes, you do have the ability. And, and the science supports it. Biology supports it. I, I'm no, I know you're familiar with Dr. Bruce Lipton, right? Oh, yes. Definitely. Okay. You know, and, and his whole science, uh, Terry, supports that. It, it's that 5% of all our genetically passed on issues from our parents is exactly that, just 5%. That's it. That means everything, that means 95% of everything that we experience in our life on a DNA genetic, genetic coding is due to our environment. And more so, it's not just our environment, it's our perception of our environment. And that's right. a scientific fact. That's biological fact. And now we may not be being taught that in our school systems or we may not be being taught that on the television or in the news media or on Jimmy Fallon's show late night, but that is the true fact of science. And when you are able to kind of unplug from the matrix and this, you know, I consider it the, the, uh, the propagandaness of, of, other, of manifesting other people's intentions for them rather than making your own news and creating your own intentions. When you, you, de-plug, you de-plug from that matrix and other people's intentions and realize that I have the power to create my own intentions, you will understand that science and that biology, that how you can, you can manifest your own reality. And that, to me, is the most freeing and releasing of, of energy, of your, of your empowerment that you could possibly ever reach. That's the ultimate level of empowerment in my, in my belief. I, I totally agree with you, Tim, totally. And, you know, I agree with what you were saying, that people are like, oh, that's just the way I am, or, you know, it happened to me because of that, so I just have to live this way. And, you know, I always teach people, you have choices. We all have choices. You have a choice when you wake up in the morning of how your day is going to go. And that's reality. You know, that's not a dream. Yeah. You make the choice. You choose. Am I going to have a happy day today? Am I going to look for good things and, you know, have an uplifting? 
or am I just going to be a grumpy person today and look for everything I can to complain about? You know, it's up to us, really. It's a cho- it's a choice. And and why people believe, yeah. Terry, why people believe it's not a choice and why they believe that it's it's something genetic or they can't control it and I need to take any depressive medication or any anxiety medication. They look for any excuse to go or get something from the outside to resolve an, an internal problem is because they don't they feel like that's all they know. And all it is from a, even from mm-hmm. a biologi- biological level is you have, we have created certain neural pathways that we're familiar with. And at the great right. part about our brain is we can create, we can create new neural pathways anytime we choose to. And when we mm-hmm. choose to tra- create a new neural pathway, like for example, I'm not good enough. I'm, you know, I I'll never get that job because I'm just not smart enough and other people are smarter than me. That neural pathway has been down that road so many times. Why? Because your father or your mother told you that all the time growing up, whatever the case may be, or an aunt or uncle or brother or sister, whoever. And, and so you are just familiar with that type of failure mentality because it's a familiar neural pathway that's been walked on so many times. It's, it's that road that it's been walked on. Everyone knows about it. You've been down there. But it's, easy, it's the easiest way to point A is to go down that negative road, right? But once you shift right. that neural, neural, neural pathway and you go down that uncharted road, the first time is a little challenging. Yes, because you've got, to clear, you've got to clear the path. You've got to use your machete and chop out some of those weeds that's been down this new pathway that you've never been down before. But once you make it through that first, first round, the second time's easier. And the third time is easier than the second time. And the fourth time, and as you're spending all your time on this new neural pathway of, yeah, you know what, I am smart. Yes, I can do this. You know, yes, I, I'm, I am best for this job. And once you're on that new neural pathway, the old pathway starts growing weeds and starts getting, uh, you know, more, more grass growing. And it's not as easy travel down that road as it has been in the past because you haven't been on that road in a while. And so the more you could keep yourself going down that new pathway – uh, literally, neural pathway, the, the old pathway will start dwindling down. They call it dropping off. It will, it will, those neuron connections, the axons and, and the rods and all those will start falling apart and it will eventually at least go away or put back in a box where it's not that important to you anymore. And that's why initially it may seem difficult the first time you create a new neural pathway. That's why I say fake it till you make it. Pretend to go down that road because chop, chop those grass down get that new pathway going that's going to mm-hmm. make you believe that yes not, not only i can get this job you're going to generalize and associate to other situations in your life you can be like you know what i could i could take this to the next level i can not only get this job i can i can start my own business now oh hey not only start my own business i, I can run for political office god forbid anybody would want to do that these days but i mean <laughs> you could really raise you could really raise raise the roof just by creating one neural pathway on an avenue that you road let road less traveled and you know what just like in the matrix we've been down that road so many times what's your choice right. what are you going to do you to stay yeah. down that road or are you going to try something new right yeah so many people are afraid of stepping out of their comfort zone you know but just like you were saying it's, it's the way it's always been done so that's what I'm going to continue to do. <laughs> and it's like, exactly. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You have a choice here. <laughs> it's, it's empowering people. It's what we're actually yeah. doing. You know, you and I both. Right. We, we teach people yeah. or we uh, coach them, you know, whatever you want to call it. It's helping them right. to come into their own power and owning that, yes, I do have a choice. Yeah, I can go this way instead of that way. 
you know, and I love that. I love giving other people their power back. Amen. And it's always been there. You know, as Eckhart Tolle says, you know, we're, we're sitting on this box and we're pop poppers asking for money from other people. And if we just lift the box open that we're sitting on, it's a whole mound of gold there. And so it's mm-hmm. just, it's, 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 it's realizing that our thoughts create our reality, that thoughts come first, our experiences come second, and letting go of the old paradigm belief of our experience creates what we think. It's not accurate and it's not true, and we have science to back it up today. And so if you just, that alone, let that old pathway fall apart and, not, and realize that, yes, my thoughts create my experiences, my thoughts create my reality, bam, you, found, you find yourself in the empowerment mode. Now you're empowered. Now I'm, you know, and, and for some people, it can be pretty scary. People who have played the victim role, who enable, who mm-hmm. uh, always think that, you know, Big Daddy's going to come in and take care of me or Superman's going to show up. I was just on a show uh, with uh, Joe Rupp the other day, uh, Lighting the Void, and he was, uh, we were talking about superheroes, and one of, the, one of his, uh, one of his uh, partners, uh, Dave Cruz, he's a big superhero fan. And I said, you know, and I was dissing some superheroes. I said, guys, you know, and not too bad, but, you know, you know I, I'm still a Spider-Man fan. But, um, and, I, and I said to him, I said, I said guys, yeah, Wonder Woman. <laughs> it was the invisible thing that got you, right? Go invisible. Was that what got yeah. you? Or the, bra- yeah. or the bracelet. I don't know. Anyway. But, um, yeah, maybe so, both. Uh, <laughs> maybe both. <laughs> but so I, I said to Michael, you know, we're all we're obsessed. Some pe- kids out there are so obsessed with these superheroes that they're losing their identity into these other people, and they're they're raising them to such a level. It's it's like with Hollywood actors, you know, we're raising these people to these such a levels that they're godlike levels, right? And I think it's so right. unhealthy for so many people to lose their identity in that because all they're doing, as you know, Terry, is they're giving their power, whatever power they little power they have at that moment, they're giving over to some other outside entity to um, take care of them. And that's just the opposite. You can have appreciation on that, but just don't lose yourself in other people coming into saving you. Um, get out of that victim mentality like, I need to be saved. The only person, I hate to tell you, is going to be saving you is going to be you. You're, 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 here to, yes. you're here to co-create with God, goddess, all there is, source, angels, Jesus, Buddha, whoever, whoever, whatever word floats your boat. But you're a co-creator with this, and, and you're needing to... Um, we're needing to realize that we got to do our part. We got to step up and realize that we have this power within us. Even Jesus said we're going to do much more than he, he said that we're going to do much more than he he has done. And and I think he was realizing that that you know, we we have to wake up. We got to wake up. This 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 coming is is us awakening within ourselves of this power, of that we have to really shift and create our own reality. And, uh, and, and it's not a spiritual, it, you could say spiritual uh, awakening, or it could be, or it just maybe just a, a emotional, mental, physical. I don't know what it is. And I'm not about to say who's right and who's wrong because I don't know who's right and who's wrong. And people could ask, tell me what religion or spiritual belief you think is right and wrong. I don't know. I looked at all of them, and I'll tell you what, I'm probably more confused now than I ever have been on that level. But uh, <laughs> it's just to me, I, I, I think once I start defining God is, I, I lose its meaning or her meaning or his meaning. And um, so I try not to define it anymore. I mean, if, if you ask me, if Tim, you know, what, what religion you feel most comfortable with, uh, I probably would say, you know, I would go, I would probably lean towards a Taoist type of belief system. But even then, you know, it has its parameters and limitations. So 
Um, I just try to I just try to do what uh, what uh, a few folks out there is uh, be open minded and and be quick on my feet. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know, um, a lot of people do ask me what religion I am, and I'm, <laughs> um, I'm spiritual. And <laughs> you know, it's not a religion. It's being in touch with who I am as part of spirit. And I think the only time I really hear that now is if I go to the hospital, <laughs> which I try not to do, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, that's, 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 that's not a good. That's not a good place to be. No, you know, it's, it's never, no. never a good place. But, but I, I, I agree with you, and I think a lot of people get caught up into that. And, and I'll tell you what, my, I've lowered my bar so much these days because I, I think so much, We have a society, we have a media. We have, uh, if you want to use the word satanic or a um, just a, a lower frequency fear-based um, power brokers in charge of this world and country that, uh, you know, I lowered my, my expectations to, if any, I don't care what religion somebody believes, as long as they believe in a higher power or source or, or um, God, God us all there is, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm there with you. It's the, it's the folks who are disconnected from it, not only don't believe in it or they don't, um, they don't. They're angry at it. Or they don't like it, or whatever. I mean, I, I I feel so bad for them because they're missing so much. They're missing so much from when you're connected to source. They're missing so much of how life really is. To sit back and look mm-hmm. at a tree and 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 be mesmerized by a leaf and the veins going through it and almost imagining, intending that you can see the water going through that and just seeing the tree just wind slowly blowing, where other people. You know, see it. Oh, I gotta, I gotta cut this tree down, and, and uh, this is how I'm gonna make my millions, whatever. It's, it's like they miss out on yeah. that connection. You know, they miss out on that avatar moment, and it's sad. Right. And I, I feel sad for them. I really do because they're not, yeah. you know, they're so worried about living and and avoiding death. They're not really living. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree with you, and and it's so good to hear somebody else that has done that with the tree. <laughs> You know, when I read um, Eckhart Tolle, that's where I, I first did that experience, you know, just just oh, sitting yeah. there and just being quiet and being in the moment. And that's exactly yeah. what he he shares with us, you know, just to be conscious every moment of this mm. now moment because that's really all we have, you know. We're not guaranteed anything beyond this exact moment that we're in. So just Amen being more that. conscious of uh, what we're doing, what we're thinking, what we're feeling in this moment. Don't worry about all the stuff that happened in the past. You know, sure it happened. And I don't know if you're familiar with Lisa Nichols. Uh, she's one of my mentors. And Sounds she said familiar. we needed we needed every experience we had to bring us to where we are now. But we're no longer back there in that place. You know, we're no longer back there living <laughs> those experiences. It brought us to this place we are right now. So where are we right now? You know. <laughs> and right, right. Well, ex- that, yeah. and ex- I, I love that mindset. Eckhart Tolle says, "Die to your past every every moment," and, mm-hmm. and, that, and that's a reason. You know, he says he ever ever right. still looks back at his past. You know, so mm-hmm. I'm with you on that 100, yeah. percent Terry. Onward, awesome. Forward and onward. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I want to hear about some of the wonderful things that you do, Tim. There's so much to Tim Ray. <laughs> like, wow, you you been you know, busy. <laughs> I, I I have I have been busy, and you know, and to the point where I I kind of have that maverick mentality, and um, I I'm so surrounded by blessed people, and and some people, you know, as a business entrepreneur and owner, and being in the business world, and having let's say success from a uh, 
a, a secular society's perspective of success, uh, you, sometimes you can get disconnected from what, what's really important. And I thank God I'm surrounded by these beautiful ladies and, and people and men who uh, could snap me back in line at any given moment, and I love it. So, uh, <laughs> and they do. And, uh, but I, I, my, point, my point is that I, I, I really are trying these days to sit back and enjoy the fruits, not of my labor, just the fruits of, of people's labor. And, and like today, I, was, I literally was out today. We had my dogs at the office, at the foundation. I bring my dogs to work periodically. And some people say a lot. I say periodically. And, um, and so I was out there looking at this tree, and I was just pondering exactly what I just said a little earlier ago. I'm like, you know, God, the people are so rushed to cut down a tree like this. It's such a beautiful tree. <laughs> and uh, I was just lost yeah. in the moment there, and I was touching the leaves, and, and I see trees as living things, you know, and I've seen the test where they put those electrodes on leaves, and they, they put a match next to it, and there's an electrical response as if the tree's screaming mm-hmm. of pain, you know. And, it, right. and pain's interpretive, but the pain's interpretive, but it's an electrical response. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm like, God, you know, it just when, when you slow down, you connect to that, and you realize that avatar moment, like I said earlier, we really, really are living a magical world. And if, if just to show appreciation, show some compassion to things that maybe we consider not as smart as, smart as us or as intelligent as us. And, and I always refer back to Terry, my, one of my favorite lines in a, a Star Trek episode. Um, I think Captain Kirk or Spock, one of those guys said, and I'm a big sci-fi uh, fan as well. But uh, he said, you know, mm-hmm. I, and they're talking about whales. And he was saying that, I don't limit. I don't. I try not to limit my compassion to my to, to someone or something to my estimation of of their intelligence. You know, so I don't limit my compassion to someone or something by the estimation of their intelligence, by my estimation of their intelligence. I mean, let that settle in for a minute. Think about how powerful that sentence is, and and think about how many people don't follow that 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 statement. How we limit our compassion by how smart we think something else or something is. Or we, we, we give credibility to people who are, have lab jackets on because we think they're smarter than us. You know, or we, you know, we, 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 and, or we see animals as less intelligent so we could do as we wish with them in a very in, inhumane and uncaring way. It just goes across the board. And sometimes I, I, I find myself, I'm human, and I find myself doing those things and, and my dark side coming out and, uh, and, 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 and getting lost in that moment for whatever reason, whatever it may be. But I, I usually find myself, I ground myself and find myself, pull myself back out of that, that situation and get re, re, reinvested and, re, and reconnected with source. And everything's source, is it not? I mean, we're swimming source every day, right? Yes, yes, Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, so to your question, you know, I mean, to avoid your, avoid your question, but I, I you know, uh, with what, I, what I've been doing, unless you want to talk about something else, but we, at the foundation, we're doing so much. Um, we have the, uh, you know, you want me to mention about the UI education or anything like that? Or you tell me, you, yes, I'll go wherever the conversation absolutely. goes. I would love so. to hear about it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, tell well, us about uh, that. The, this, uh, I'm so excited and I'm so proud of uh, Jennifer, Jennifer Kramer. She's like uh, the co-host, co-everything. She's been with, uh, with us for the foundation since last two, three years and really making, making movement for us. And she was, a, a, with the help of Dr. Uh, Milhouse and um, a few other people, helped to put together this uh, incredible 
education program we call the UIF education program. And basically it's teaching children from first grade to 12th grade that how their thoughts create their reality and how if they have a situation, there's a four-part process where they can identify what issue is, that they're being bullied or if they're not doing well on a math test or whatever the case may be, showing them how they could use this method of shifting their perception on that issue into a positive, putting on your, we call it rose-colored glasses on how you'd want that situation to look like, slowing yourself down, stealing yourself, looking at whatever obstacles, and putting on a new hat on how it could look like, and then putting your action plans together. So it's basically using the law of attraction without using the, without, but in more of a scientific perspective or more of a step-by-step perspective. And, and it's shifting people's negative realities into a positive future, right, in, in that sense. But it's showing kids on a children's level, and as you get older, we, at first we use the first grade, we use goals, and as you get older, you use intentions. And intentions really are, are in our definition in, at the foundation is uh, some people say it's, it's, it's goals or, or purposeful thoughts, but we like to use it's, it's a knowing that hasn't happened yet. A knowing that hasn't happened yet is our definition of an intention. And so as you become more confident on what we call the intention scale, which measures your degree in your, in your, your belief in, the, in, in that intention actually being realized or being manifested, you, and you go from anywhere from definitely not to not likely to maybe to likely to, uh, to definitely on that five-point scale, but your state of being is so important. So we're shifting these children's state of beings uh, from of gloom and doom of this is not going well and being bullied here to how can I, how can I change my, my perception? How can I neutralize this negative energy within myself? And when I neutralize this negative energy within myself, it neutralizes that energy outside of myself. It's the law of mirrors, law of mm-hmm. attraction, right? You know, everyone's a mirror of ourselves. Yeah. So we're, we're shifting the kids' perspectives back into themselves for their answers rather than outside for their answers and, and, and right. showing them and tracking it where they could see one intention at a time, one, one piece at a time that their reality changes once they shift the reality within. The reality without changes and when they shift the reality within. It's a simple 15-module uh, uh, program. It's very easy. It's, it's uh, one of the people say that they love about it. It's simple, easy, and so effective. It's all about the power of intentions. And we're teaching kids at a young age. Think about where you and I, Terry, would be today if we had this instructions going on at first grade. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah, it's, it's like um... – Instead of a superhero being out there somewhere to save them, they are the superhero. So looking inside, exactly. they see that they're yeah. the one. They're the one that rushes in and saves the, the day. Yeah, exactly. We're, we're basically we're. That's a great. That's a great point. I'm going to tell tell the crew that we're we're creating superheroes. Look at that. I love it. Mm-hmm. There you go. Look at yeah. Just uh, you just save the day there. <laughs> you you superhero save your you Wonder Woman save the day. We're creating superheroes, and that's what it is. We all we all we all are superheroes. And once we realize that, that's what makes the difference. Well, that's one of the main things, our big focus right now. And if anybody wants to get help out, get involved, it's a movement. Uh, we need all the help. We're a 501C nonprofit, so jump in, get involved, whatever you want, whether through donations or through help and turning, or if you're, you want to be a master teacher with that program, get involved. And we're, we're rolling it out at different schools or at different home, home schools, and we're getting to private schools, and eventually we're going to be getting to public schools, which is a little bit of a challenge, but 
Uh, Jennifer is a lobbyist, and she's getting with some with our local governor in, in Georgia and trying to get some legislation passed come next year to help with this actual program. This is a this is a paradigm shift, and this is a paradigm changer right here. This program, and and we're really uh, excited about it, and I can't emphasize it enough. So that's just one one of the it things, really and there's is. so much more. But yeah, well, let's talk about let's that, talk about let's talk about, let's talk about nice. you, Terry. What? Well, yeah, before sorry. we do that, I was, that was going to be one of my questions was, you know, if it was in the public schools, which would be amazing, uh, yes. and I really see that happening in the future. I really do, Tim. And I, I want to connect you with a good friend of mine, Karen Palmer. Um, we do a lot of education-type programs together. We, we call them play shops. And, you know, we teach people how they can become empowered and you know, letting go of, of limiting beliefs and all of that. But Karen goes into the schools and teaches yoga to these young kids and mm. meditation and helps empower them in right. that way. So I would love to, for her to get involved with your organization as well. So I'm, I'm going to be doing a, a virtual introduction with you and Karen. I love those. <laughs> I love those. Please, please yeah. do. And uh, I'll get Jennifer involved because we were working with the Horn Foundation, which does, you know, they, they call it the mindfulness program. They have a hard time getting the word mm-hmm. meditation in some of the public schools, but um, depends, right. I guess, which, which school. But, you know, it's all words. It doesn't matter to me. You use mindfulness, meditation, yoga, or real, still, and whatever, you know, it's just semantics. Mm-hmm. Just the point, point is go within, all right, and, and find your answers. That's just the bottom line. Yeah. And, uh, and I think, uh, I think that is – and if we could teach that at a young age, boy, where would we be today? And that's where uh, I think, my God, all those mistakes and, – and I don't even consider mistakes. I learned so much from them. But all those – I mean, I would just – I I would be. I'd, I'd be flying around with a cape right now around, uh, around the continent. Who, who knows where I'd be? You know, so. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, if we could ever – I know it's not good to do what if, but, you know, what if? We had, had I, I hear you. Well, yeah. more younger, and yeah, it would have made such a difference. Yeah, like, like you, I see, I see a beautiful world. I see a world where we are empowered in a world where we are our own superheroes, and I see that. I really see it, and I don't care what mm-hmm. BS I hear from the media, I hear from the whatever. I, to me, there, I have no, I have very little respect for our present politicians on either side of the aisle uh, just for the fact that we've been hoodwinked and lied to so much so often now there are a handful of good ones out there i'm not going to put them all in the same basket but it takes it takes two weeks to corrupt a politician and the politicians aren't they're not our answers you know our answers are only answers we're going to get if you haven't realized it yet is from within ourselves that's the only way we're going to shift this world it's from from one person at a time within Absolutely. There you go. I'm using my words again, Tim. You're my soul sure. sister. You're my soul sister. I know, Where you been? I know. We're hooking up now. <laughs> I'm, a, you know? I, I'm a peace ambassador for the state of Florida, and I oh, work okay. with an organization called the Prosperity and Peace Initiative. And we're placing right. peace ambassadors in, in every nation. 196 nations will have a peace ambassador. And somebody that. in every state in the United States. And I, every day I go on uh, social media, I go on Facebook Live every day, or happy, I call it happy hour, because it happens at yeah. 5 o'clock my time, so it's happy hour. And <laughs> Somewhere, I, yeah. I tell people those exact words that you just used, you know, it's going to happen one person at a time. It has to happen inside of us. 
to bring yeah. about world peace. We can't depend on anybody outside of us. There's no superhero no. that's going to come in no. and say, okay, now you're, you've got world peace. It has to happen yeah. inside of us. And, you know, and I'm part of this organization that's looking for people that want to be involved, people that want to give even one or two hours a, a week, you know, that can spread the word that we are working toward a common goal of world peace. And well, put, put, we put, just, put me in for put me in for Georgia. I'll take two of those. Oh, and uh, yeah, and, and 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 let me set, send me the links and whatever, and uh, I'll get the I'll get the foundation involved and see what see what we can oh, do about that. Because I mean, that you. is the that's how it starts. It got it has it has to it has to be has to be united. It has to be a united yeah. approach. Yes, absolutely. And you know, we we had a wonderful um, parliament meeting last year out in Salt Lake City, and I met people from all over the world. And, you know, we're all working together to bring this to a reality. And we're going to hold a peace summit on Peace Day, September 21st. We're going to have summits all over the world and in every uh, state in the United States and just work together for world peace. So, Tim, what does world peace look like to you? Because I always ask this question. Um, uh, no, uh, no more chemtrails. That's just I'm joking there, but not really. But no, <laughs> world peace looks like to me, honestly, is um, people are communicating beyond language, and we're we're living in a vibration or a frequency of love is our default, and so when things don't go Things don't go well. I mean, that's just a reality of three-dimensional world we live in. Things don't go well. We immediately default into a love frequency vibration, um, and and we 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 then start growing from there. And uh, to me, if I can I can live in a world where that is our, our default default vibration is uh, when when you fall off the pedestal for whatever reason, you fall into love. Then you know I've we've created we've created a, a, a heaven on earth, have we not? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, I would now, say was, I, I see it. That's, sorry. No, go, no, you go ahead. Go ahead. You see it. I want to see how you see I, it. I, I see it as um, just accepting each other. You know, it doesn't matter what color our skin is. It doesn't matter what language we speak. Just physical doesn't matter. It's connecting on that spiritual level, you know, connecting as the spirits that we are and building people up instead of tearing people down and relating mm, to people yeah. on that level instead of, sure. you know, oh, you're, you're black and I'm white, so, you know, we're not going to get along. You know, I don't like you just because of that. It's none of that. It's just accepting each other. Uh, and uh, listen, amen to that. And uh, and I think if we could get to that point, which I believe we will, I hopefully sooner than later, then we ought, we can bring heaven on earth, and I think that's where our purpose is. Mm-hmm. And, and, and not, I never has our own individual dharma and purpose, and we're all working that, or at least most of us are figuring that out now. I mean, there seems to be this hundredth one monkey syndrome going on now that people are realizing mm-hmm. I have to have a purpose. I love it, you know. I mean, how many life coaches yeah. have you seen pop up in the last couple of years? And to me, that's a right. great indicator. All these life coaches popping up everywhere as a great indicator of people waking up, and uh, I yes. just think it's. The, I don't care. How, you know, I don't care how many we have. We could have a million of them in one little town. That's great. That means we have a million awakened people. But I, I just right. love the fact that 
I love the fact that people are waking up and it's, and it's grown exponentially. And what's sad. And I try to focus on this because I love one thing I love to do on our, on our, uh, with the foundation, especially on some of the radio shows we have called the wake up hour, where we talk about really some bad, ugly, negative things going on out there in this present world. And, and the challenge in this conversation for an hour is to figure out, okay, we, we focus on these really bad realities collect, our collective consciousness is, is creating here together. Um, so what do we need to do to shift our perception? How can we shift it? What do we need to focus on? What intentions mm-hmm. can we put in to help shift that so we, can, we don't have to deal with that anymore, whatever the case may be, or we could shift that into a right. higher frequency type of belief. So um, I, I love that challenge because, you know, it's easy, and you have to be careful because a lot of people who are into this new thought or this positive thinking – uh, as Peel Swan said, uh, you know, it, you you could fall, you could find yourself in that trap of of denial-based positive thinking. And when people get caught into that denial-based positive thinking, they think, well, I can only think positively. I can never think of anything negative. And so when they're feeling on something negative, that's that perhaps their higher self is giving them a little treat to learn from, but they're denying it because they don't want to. They're, they're so scared of creating a negative reality or experience, they fell right into that trap. That's the whole point. You know, here I'm using fear. I'm using fear now to avoid thinking of fear. And so mm-hmm. when people get caught in that denial, denial-based positive thinking, they're actually manifesting what they don't want, not even realizing it because they feel like I could only be positive. Right. So I, 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 I think there's a lot of room, Terry, for, for, uh, for being in your sadness. I think there's a lot of room mm-hmm. and energy for being yeah. depressed and allowing it to be there and allowing you to feel it and not taking that, that, that depressant medication or not taking that Adderall or not taking whatever to distract you some, from your feelings. I think there's a, a valid reason to feel those lower frequency or those fear frequency feelings. It's just the point mm-hmm. being is go, you, you can't, if you don't deal with it, you don't look at it, you don't uncover it, you don't shine light to it, you're going to be suppressing it and manifesting it more so in your life without even realizing. And it's just going to get worse and worse and worse and worse until you're forced to deal with it in some scenario, some example that's going to say, wow, this is in my face now. I can't avoid it. I can't look away anymore. I'm going insane. I'm, you know, this is the divine insanity. I'm going insane. I have to deal with this, this piece of my life. Yeah. And so I, I, yeah. I'm all for leaving people. I'm all for leaving people in their pain, leave them there until they're ready to get out because mm-hmm. uh, because they're gonna they're gonna have to choose and we're gonna have to choose that we're living in a three dimensional world of contrast and we're and contrast is there no matter what that's how we're great right. that's how we grow through the you know through the contrast so we're gonna make that final decision at some point as we get older or as we awaken whatever the case whichever comes first <laughs> is am I gonna learn like I said earlier in fear in this situation or am I gonna learn in love in this situation. And you make that one decision. Then you go to the next decision. Am I going to use fear or am I going to use love? Next decision, fear, love. So it, it, it's, it's incremental, and you can pull yourself out of that situation, but sometimes you have to feel enough. Some people learn through fear, and they got to feel enough pain for them to say, you know what, I don't want it anymore. And hopefully it gets easier. Mm-hmm. But if you don't allow yourself to feel that pain, if you don't allow yourself and you're numbing yourself on whatever, whether it's alcohol, drugs, whatever. And I, I, listen, I, I, I'm not judging anybody on that level at all. You know, it, it, but when you get lost into it and it's overcoming your life and you can't and you're totally distracting yourself from dealing with your reality, what you're, you have, then I think you're missing your whole point of why your higher self is giving this opportunity to grow. Yeah, exactly. I totally agree with you. It's, you know, and then we have to reach that point where we say enough is enough. 
you know, we know yeah. enough is enough because exactly. we're, we're standing at that crossroads. And it's like, am I going to keep doing this over and over and over again? You know, I used to say, I, I started my life going in circles. You know, I did this already, and now I'm back here again. <laughs> but I had to reach a point where I said, enough is enough. It's insanity, you know, to keep doing that. So yeah. now let me try something different. <laughs> and we all reach that point, you know. I really believe we all reach that point. We all have that breaking point, if you want to put it that way where we say, oh, I, I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to live like that anymore. I'm with you, Terry. I did. I mean, I think everyone has that point, and uh, I'm totally mm-hmm. with you on that. And na- na- now I'm really enjoying things. I'm really, truly enjoying things. And, I oh, could, yes. uh, and, and you know, and you have that, somebody asked me about, you know, the universe seems to give you a, a challenge. Yeah, of course it does, and, and whether it's you, how mm-hmm. you want to define it. But usually right after something that you are, are, are creating a new belief system, a more positive belief system on whatever topic or issue in your life, they usually call it the second wind. And the second wind is your universe saying to you, do you really believe this new belief system? And they throw a little, mm-hmm. little curveball at you, whatever it may be. You, know? right. uh, you, get, you, you, right. you lose your house. Uh, you, know, you get divorced. Or you know, can you handle it now? And, and so it's a great, it's a great uh, tester to our constitution and to our true beliefs. And I, I, mm-hmm. I welcome them now. So you know, I look forward to them if they come. Sometimes I don't even come anymore because I look forward to them. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's like I used to ask God for whatever you want to call that higher power up there, <laughs> out there. Yeah, um, I used to right. say, okay, can I have a sign? Can you like, give me a sign that you're paying attention to me? <laughs> and, and everybody that knows me knows that I, I did this. I'm like, okay, give me a sign, you know, something to show me that you're you're watching me. And so now it's like when I go outside, you know, my front door, I no longer do that because every time without fail, something is there in my face. It's like either that butterfly just automatically is there to fly by me or, you know, the bird chirps and I look up. It's like it's there. We don't have to ask for it. It's there, you know. (laughs) And when you're, you're connected with who you are and what you're all about, then that's the way it goes. You know, it's like it's just there. Just open your eyes. The signs are every. Yeah, they are. Yeah. The signs are everywhere, and it really—you hit it on the nose when you said the beginning of the of your show, Terry. Is that when you're in the present moment, bam, you see it all. And I'll tell you what, I Mm -hmm. have a tendency since I'm kind of maverick-like mindset. I'll I'll miss out on my present moment at any given time, you know, to the point where you know yeah. people like Jennifer have to shake me. Tim, are you listening to me? And so, uh, but when I am and when I'm hyper focused and I'm in my present moment, boy, do I soak in every every ounce of green and blue and love. Mm-hmm. The whole works, you know. And I love being there. I right. just uh, my my goal every day is try to stay in there as much as I possibly can. That's my that's my yeah. that's my work I do every day. Yeah. Me too. Me too. I love being in there. But, yeah, sometimes life gets in the way. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the truth? We're drawn, drawn back to uh, <laughs> the mundane things that we have to deal with. Got to make the donuts. Got to make the donuts. We do what? have to make the donuts. We have to have that roof over the head, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Although I think I could live on a beach very comfortably. 
Me <laughs> and an umbrella. That. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, exactly. And I so enjoyed this, and I can't believe that we've been talking for an hour, and it just kind of flew by, didn't it? Wow. It sure, this home. is one of the quickest quick, yeah. quickest hours. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. It really brings it home that there is no time. <laughs> we've just been we just experienced, the moment. We just, present moment. We just... <laughs> We just experienced a quantum physics moment there. Uh, we we, mm-hmm. we breached linear time, and it all occurred simultaneously. We probably it's probably we look back it was a half hour, although it's an hour. But you know we condensed it. We, we gained a half. We gained a half hour, Terry. We gained a half hour. <laughs> Set our we clock. Really Set our did. clock accordingly. <laughs> I just Absolutely. see that we're so connected, and like you said, yep, you know, yep. just just was that divine timing. You know, this was the time for us to meet and get to know that we are really there's no separation. We are just one. So I Absolutely. thank you. And anything well, else that you, you would like you. to share uh, in the couple uh, minutes that we have that, left, uh, I would love that. Sure. Other than I want to thank you for uh, having me on, and I look really forward to uh, talking to you further and getting more involved. Like you said, you know, when, when you meet someone, you know you guys are on the same vibrational frequency. It's hard not to uh, set up future times when you'll be getting involved in whatever organizations or whatever mm-hmm. projects we got going on. So that's inevitable. And the uh, only thing I want to mention, uh, Jennifer, yell at me if I don't, is if you guys go, go to unitedintentions.org free membership. It's a, we're a 501C. We're set up for you. It's all about showing people how the thoughts create the reality. And our, our vision is just simply awakening people up to the power of their intentions. Um, and it's free membership. Get on. Uh, you'll see Terry and I there. We're, you post pictures you like and create intentions. The biggest thing is creating intentions. If you're not familiar with it, get on and enjoy it. And check out our UIF education website, too. It's, it's wonderful. It's right on our site. And uh, get involved. It, our kids are our future. And, and this is where we need to put our time and energy into from my perspective. So, again, thank you, Terry. It's been wonderful. I really enjoyed this so much and uh, and uh, you're going to come on our show here soon i'm sure jennifer's already setting that up probably as we speak if she hasn't already so um yes we've been in thank touch. you again so definitely right, looking good, forward good. to that so thank Excellent. you again tim and thank you to all the listeners and i hope you all have a wonderful wonderful night and i'll leave you with this thought blow the biggest bubble you can And then just imagine that inside that bubble lies all the secrets of the universe, and you are the creator. Thank you for being here. Blessings to all of you. I love you. Have a great night. I'll talk to you soon, Tim. Bye for now. Bye-bye. Thank you.